Welcome to The Girlfriends, first very live show, and we just are so thrilled to be here, and thank you, thanks for coming, I'm Whitney Lasky, and I'm here with my besties, Shauna Montgomery and Shelly MacArthur, and I everybody. want to welcome you to our show, and welcome into spring, and we are here at Coyle and Her at uh, 3031 North Rockwell Street here in Chicago, Illinois. And believe it or not, it's not snowing. Um, there are no gunshots outside. Maybe we might get some of that later, just for <laughs> just for a little excitement. You know, well, I'd like to see the cops come, you know? The ones with really? the good bodies. It's, it's pretty good. I don't mean the ones in the bags. I mean, you know, the guys that actually work out. No, we're in a, we are in an, an incredible neighborhood. This is a really upcoming neighborhood. And I think it's so exciting to be here with the girls with this fabulous store. We, we want to thank Dot and, and MB um, and just say thank you so much for being here. Um, Dot Quayle and MB here, where are you girls? Uh, see, I can only, my, the glasses only work for near. So they're kind of, we're, hopefully get, we'll get close. We are just really thrilled to be here. It's spring and we're going to talk about sprucing up your home and this is the place to do it. What's up, Shauna? Well, I was just thinking if Dot or NB could come up and just so everyone doesn't feel that they just have to stay seated, you will be able to hear us as we walk. You can walk around and you can find little things and treasures. And could one of you just tell us about what we, you have in here? Sure, we do have a, a remote microphone, and, and uh, Jeff, our producer, is going to help us out with that. And it, like I said, today we're going to be talking about sprucing up your space without spending big bucks. And uh, this is a new space for Coil and Hair, and uh, it uh, your old space was kind of near Comiskey, kind of near Socks. Yeah, we were in Bridgeport, Bridgeport prior. Yeah, right? we were at the Bridgeport Art Center, and we moved up here to 3031 Rockwell. This is MD, everybody. Yeah, so I'm Mary Beth, her Dot Coil's business partner. We started about three years ago at the encouragement of Leslie Hyman. She said that she could use um, a resource for her clients for things that don't make it into the auction world but still have resale and worth and whatnot, um, exactly like this Rose Tarlow table that we're sitting at. Uh, a lot of people have multiple homes or they're downsizing or redecorating or consolidating or, you know, we deal with a lot of estates also and that's how we came to be. So we consign pretty much everything for the home, accessories, art, lighting, furniture, rugs of a certain ilk, and beds are pretty much the only thing that we and tell, and tell us a little bit about your background, because you're a major event maven. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I have worked at the city of Chicago for 20-some years. Dot and I worked together under Lois Weisberg, who is the commissioner. Under Lois? That must have been a ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, that was an excellent <laughs> training ground for not knowing what's going to come next. But everything was 
you know, the, lots of times tourism in particular, they would put on a program and I would give it a physical presence because I'm trained as an architect and have a design background. And then I also worked with a designer, Bernie Shapiro, here in town, and I did a lot of her millwork drawings. So and when we were at the city, we did things just like this. You know, they would come up with a concept that needed promotion. I'd help them put something together. You know, we opened the water tower. We moved into the cultural center when the library moved out. So this was kind of a familiar thing for me to be doing. And one of the things that I really appreciate about what you guys do is that you kind of set the space, and we're in what, like about 8,000 square feet? Uh -huh. yep. um, it, you kind of organize it in, in ways that kind of spark the imagination. So, um, you know, it's it's not organized by necessarily by object or color, but it's sort of organized by area. Right. And right. it looks like you um, kind of take different influences and kind of make things that you wouldn't ordinarily think of would go together really seem right. to go together. Well, that's what, that's what we find works best in consignment. You know, sometimes it's somewhat organized chaos, but we take deliveries every day. We get something new pretty much every day. We try and get it up online, but we want to show people. The nice thing about this setting is it's all white, so you don't and you're in a warehouse with a high ceiling and concrete floors, and so it's easy to see the thing make its next move to wherever you were thinking about moving but it. Tell the girlfriends and, and our guests that are here with us this, this evening how you operate and how you take things on consignment. Sure. Yep. and what your protocol is. Sure, well we ask, lots of times we uh, take an appointment, I'll go, I'm the one who looks at the inventory, Dot handles mostly the market. Wait a minute, I have to stop you there, so do you go to the person's house? We do, yeah, if it's, um, it, it just depends, you know, we have a conversation with them, everybody's in a little different situation. For me, it's always best to see it in person, even though, you know. But is it like you're, you know, like, oh, my grandmother died and, just, we and we need get, to... Yeah, we get a lot of estates for um, families that are clearing out, so we go in and... So that's like some sensitive work. I it mean, is, I, yeah, it is. And a lot I of can't people... imagine going to be like, we don't want that. That's yeah. <laughs> no one's going to buy that shit. Yeah, right, right. We try to keep that to a minimum if we can. That's good. Um, yeah, you know, it's everybody's everybody's in a different situation, and you, you know, you've got to be sensitive. One gal, you know, she's helping a friend who passed away after a 10-year struggle with cancer, and wow. she's her best friend, and family is out of town and so she's got to handle this and she's tired you know and sure. so we really think of ourselves as a service that people need help moving this thing along. Yes, you know, they do. That's why people use a designer really to does. just help you, and even designers use designers, you know, I mean, you just want someone to hold hands with and kind of push through the process. So it's it's easy for us to know what is going to sell, and lots of times if someone bought it once, someone's probably going to buy it again. You know, it's right. interesting because what would you say right now, Mary Beth, are your top three treasures that you love right here? Oh, me, myself? Yes, Well, you. this rose tarlet table I think is just fantastic. Well, I saw one that we've got the tequila and the wine. <laughs> I salt wine. We need yeah. Those table. That's great. Yeah. I this, have to, and it's for sale. Yeah. I have to say when I walked in I saw which I think is my neighbor's mother that passed away. Uh -oh. <laughs> and I'm saying that is some sensitive, you know, that is but she, You have a huge collection of the food dogs. Oh, of the Staffordshire dogs? Staffordshire. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, no, actually, I, well, I don't, you know, I, it, it came from an estate, and she right. had things in storage. That's right. And, and she were, had collections after she collections was, after she was collections. She a jubilant buyer, is what, how we refer yeah, to it. Yeah, Dot was very saying, good. Yeah, Dot very was good. She's, she's a jubilant buyer, but yeah. those, that's one of those things that um, we were talking earlier about how I just love going consignment store shopping. Yes, and we know you, you do. do. You I, do. Like, I really I do. do. We know she's going to be here all 
the time. She <laughs> loves to do consignment I will be moving shopping. In. Um, yeah, we bought a cottage in Florida, and and I did the entire thing from you guys and eBay, the entire thing. Yeah. Um, and it was so much fun because I think when people think of like um, eco friendly, you know, and just repurposing things, and that you know, there's always like something can be painted or something right. can be reupholstered or something can um, the legs can be cut down from a dining table. Right. Well, I have to tell you a funny story. I just got back from Lost Tree, that's like 20 minutes from Palm Beach, and we closed our house down. And my cleaning lady came in, and she said, Shauna, you could make so much money. And I went, what? <laughs> and she said, so much money by your shutters. You have aluminum shutters on the right, cottage. Right? I went outside for four hours. Maria, I thought of you. I was taking down the aluminum shutters, all you could hear, and from the gatehouse, because it's you know an area that you just don't go out and take shutters down. They were like, who's out taking Montgomery's shutters That's down? That's the Czech girl. That, that was, was the It was my Czechoslovakian blog that <laughs> overtook me, but it gets better because not only did I take the shutters down, the aluminum shutters, I took... I got a little tipsy. It was in my cups that night. And I went to the neighbor, and he gave me a power drill. So I was, woohoo! I'm so Everything sorry metal, grate, doorknob, sconce came wow. out of that house. Brilliant. Brilliant. I bought a U-Haul the next morning. I took the gutters off the building along with the spouts, and I got myself right there in the front seat of that U-Haul, and I was just driving down to the metal scrappers. Wow, that was a <laughs> Chardonnay night for sure. No, but the funny part is, I get there, and you can imagine, you know, it's the smell, but I mean, it was really a whole different world. Wow. They had cranes that were just, you know, pulling up pounds of just compact metal scrap that you know is turned into energy so, so our they, garbage they today they weigh yes it? you weigh it and i'm like okay and so i had to act because i was in a tennis outfit so if you see sean in a tennis outfit <laughs> going down alston with a little cart and so I, I, thought, aluminum. I thought these gentlemen these big hefty guys would say ma'am i'm going to help you but nobody helped me and so i'm just pulling the shutters out and i'm just acting like I, i'm strong i can do this but meanwhile well, you are that's what you call in debt and desperate that's right I, all i was thinking is this is going to pay in my fees out debt and desperate. oh my god so, right. so wait a minute there's this is going to be the how much did you get I got, if you can imagine, so you know how much metal this has to be. Yeah, a lot. I got two thousand five hundred dollars. Wow. Yes. Okay, so was it worth it? Again, no. <laughs> in debt and desperate, with a power drill but in you know your what? hands, in a tennis outfit, taking it, down shutters. But you know, it was almost right. like I got into the whole theme. You know, right? I, I had to go through a drive-through. Just you know, and I had the bouncy seat, and I thought I got to just get my burger. Right. <laughs> I just got into the whole gig of it. Well, but, spring is a time. Spring is definitely a time for rebirth and. I love the fact that your shop has opened now and that we're bringing an awareness to everybody to, to come here because, sure. you know, so often I think that everybody forgets to do that. And I certainly do because in our home we have a whole warehouse filled with sure. old furniture that no one's using. Well, you always think you're going to give it to one of your kids. Like and they that, don't want know, it. Somebody's right? going to need it. And so right. I'm happy to, to be introduced to you and to be here because we can enjoy this evening, yeah. but I can also make the connection yeah. to yeah. sell things yeah. desperate and in debt. <laughs> but, but, but getting back on the process, so sure. you go and you... Right, so we, so I make an appointment, you know, and then I take pictures, you know, determine what 
would make sense for coming here. And we have a lot of resources also where we might know someplace else that it might do better than us because there's, you know, we do not lack for consignment requests. You know, we turn down more than we take. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So, um, and then, so then we suggest a price on it. We tell people to do the math on it. The consigner is responsible for getting it to us. We're open six days a week so we can take a delivery anytime in that, um, on those six days. And then the consigner, after 90 days, they net 45% of the sale. So we put it online. We're here six days a week. We've got a really nice uh, lengthy list and growing list of designers that are using us because the designers really understand our pricing the best because lots of times something still might not be inexpensive, but comparatively, well, sure, you know, and we're I, I think get it the mixing of high low is yeah. great too. Just because right. you've got this fabulous table doesn't mean you don't want to. You know, find some chairs that are inexpensive or right. Yeah, matched. yeah, and you can do a mix with us, and that seems to work out really well. And we sell a lot online too, so we're shipping all over. Um, how does the do state? How long does that take to photograph and write uh, the description? Not that bad. We have the scal Amy. We've been working with for years, and she's fast. You know, we just line it up and we try and shoot a minimum of things sixty items at a minimum per week we try and put up and then you know the good news is places like one king's lane and cherish and those guys they make it people are a lot more comfortable buying online than they used to be well so you've just, got to walk around the right. whole piece and you get in on the details and you know you just kind of develop a rhythm and eye for it basically because you just look at what would you want to look at <laughs> you know which right. i think is easy. great yeah. my sister is now flashing so she you know, it's, it's see, time for the menopause flash weather report here's the deal she's using the Bruce Jenner People Magazine to flash with. Well, Mother's Day is coming, and we do, do need to talk about Bruce. Well, well, no, I want to talk about Bruce. I really do. Definitely. Wait, let's not go there yet. But wait, not yet. Yes. It's that's too a, good. That's a really good subject. But no, I'm, I'm really compassionate about it. No, I, I, I am too. too. But I'm compassionate. But really not. Let's segue in, because we do have Maria here. I know. Oh, I, we've got, I want to pick her brain a little bit. Okay. About and Maria, you don't even know. Come on up here. And sit with us because... Thank you, Mary Beth. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, thank you. Maria should really know Mary Beth because you're both... You know, Maria Smithberg is an international landscape architect, and she has... Good job, N.B., but we're going to get you back. Don't worry. Beautiful your, things. That was your only... It was your first foray. And Maria, you should really get to know them because they're all in the design business. And Maria's a designer. She's done... I think one of your specialties, though, really is healing gardens, is it not? One of them, healing gardens. Yes, I done the Swedish Covenant Hospital uh, garden, a healing garden. Can you hear? Yes. What do you do, Maria, with your healing gardens, though? Well, the healing garden in this particular place is not a, a personal healing garden. It's for the people at the hospital, not just the patients that can use the view or they are able to walk, but the doctors need it, the nurses need it, and the families need it. So, but people tell me that they like about it. There's a place in that garden for everybody. If you need like a little secret spot to cry, there is there. If you want to just like have a lunch and sunbathe and your Tai Chi, there's also a place for that. And it looks good all year round. So it's a place that people feel that now they can walk from A to B and be in nature. And That's before incredible. that garden was like a, just a cow path. I can't even no imagine. Nice I don't think I've ever seen a hospital with a green space. And that's got to be, you know, what an honor. It's on Foster in California. It yeah. um, has been photographed a lot. And people ask, can I have a picture taken for my wedding? A lot of people just go. Oh, because it, although it's not 
really a park for people. The people that are in the community enjoy it, so they will make a point of going there for Mother's Day or photographing um, 50, like quinceanera, a birthday party or something. Now, and what made you think of creating a healing garden? Well, they asked me to. They to, said, I mean, make I, it, I, make I never kill some my folks. first one, but for me, it was a little bit like because we're in the city and healing gardens in America started, I believe it or not, with Frederick Law Olmsted. That, as you know, he designed Central Park and Columbia here, Columbia Park and Jackson Park in Chicago. And he did uh, uh, hospitals, the gardens for hospitals outside the city because he believed that. Uh, Seeing green from your window, even if you couldn't go, that was part of the healing process, being in nature. And as opposed to being in a sterilized environment with like white walls and sure. everything super sanitized, they needed to have the green. I love that. So, I do too. Now, I yeah, see some really like, kind of interesting objects here, in fact, tonight. Do you ever add sort of objects to the green space? Uh, well, furniture, of course, and accessories. The smaller the garden sometimes, you know, it's the kind of place that they use very often, especially in Chicago gardens. Uh, people use them because sometimes that's the only garden they have. So now they go into the roofs and creating what I call oasis in the in the city because a rooftop garden doesn't really relate to the garden as much. The existing garden below. That's interesting. It really is part of of the roof. The ceiling is the sky. So I always think tell my clients, well, just. Think about where you want to be. You want to be in Bahamas, in, in Chicago in the summer? We can make that happen with a lot of the animals and the furniture. So it could be a very happy place. Because the rooftop garden is not used during the winter. You don't go there. Right. So, so that roof is like your fantasy. Like, like oh, and in the city, it, it's so important to right. have that. I mean, I know numerous friends, a lot of people have bought just because they have that rooftop garden. And that place to get away and that takes a whole different type of I notice everyone's doing these huge trees on these rooftops yeah, how do you get those massive trees up to those I've seen a lot of your work and I've been a longtime fan and admirer for a long long time of your work with some of those trees depending you have to bring them up with a crane or a, a little cherry picker uh, 12 small elves. Oh, wait until they grow and bring them small. <laughs> I mean, there's a budget for everything, but obviously I have, I have used, uh, in Lakeshore Drive, East Lakeshore Drive, I have used a helicopter wow. to bring trees to the roof. And they're doing She's well got big clients. She's got big clients. It's a big job for yeah, a little lady. Close the street. <laughs> I'm doing now one that is quite big, and we have to close the street for three days because the only way to get the trees to the back garden was with a crane. Wow. So it's close to the city. And so where do you source the, your trees? I'm sorry? Where do you source your trees? Uh, All over. It's like, well, I'm going to Aspen, and I'll be <laughs> choppering them over the mountaintops. No, that's my, my favorite thing to do is actually shop for trees. And, and you're so darn good at really it. Really good. <laughs> the problem is that I get like, you know, it's like, oh, my God, I want one of each. And then I said, oh, my, I want to buy this one, but where should I put it? I mean, I want to find a home because there's sometimes you see something that is so unique that you said, where can I put it? Who, who can I insist that they have to have that it? That blows me away. That's like cashmere sweaters for me. Right. Trees exactly. for oh, you. Shoes. Buy no, 10. Shoes. 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 Exactly. Right? Exactly. So it's, it's a fun job. Yeah. I, I like it. And I, but I also, like you said, I mean, even all this setting that you have to entertain, I think more and more people are entertaining in the gardens. And so looking for lanterns, I'm sure you probably will be a great source to find that kind of objects. Little coffee tables that you can bring outside. Uh, uh, but the lanterns are, is what gives you the, the atmosphere, the ambience in the garden at night, not just the uplights on the trees, but you need to 
if you can, if it's windy, you need candles that are lanterns. So look for those and bring them over. I remember like 15 uh, years ago. Accessories, cushions, a lot of those things also. You right. Can do a lot of things with, with little ottomans. You can bring them outside and they can make a Moroccan garden. I mean, really, your imagination can do so many things in inventing different moods and party themes. That's Even really like good advice. Here, you know, things that you can hang from a tree or around the railings. I mean, you can have a great party. Maria, for our, our girlfriends at home, are, is referring to these incredible... Remember when you were kids and you made these, like, chains for your Christmas tree mm-hmm. out of construction paper? So Dot and MB made these um, just out of magazine, old magazine pages. They made these chains. So they've got these incredible, I don't know, 30-foot ceiling with these chains. incredible paper Beautiful. chains hanging. And was it's, that, yeah, it's fun. Was that for Cinco de Mayo? Yes. Since we are, <laughs> just say yes. Just no. agree with it. Yeah. No, but since we are broadcasting today on webtalkradio.net, and yes. we are broadcasting on Cinco de Mayo, and one of our guests, Maria Smithberg, is from Argentina. So say something in Spanish. You can't leave the girlfriends until you say something in Spanish to all of the people listening. Cinco de Mayo is uh, in Spanish or in English? Just whatever. Give, <laughs> give a well wish. Say it in Spanish. We'll do anything you want. So, Español, por favor. Uh, Cinco de Mayo is la fecha de la revolución de México cuando se independizaron. So it's like the independence of Mexico, same as our July 9. So viva Mexico. Viva Mexico. Thank, viva you, Thank you for the margaritas. They're delicious. Maria. Thank you. Your, your website. How, how do our girlfriends at home find you? The good news is I don't have a website. Oh, oh see, so there. I have oh. a blog. You can. There's lots That's of things so about. You want to find Maria? You're gonna. Just you're Google gonna reach me. us at the-girlfriends.com, and we'll we'll put yes. you in touch with Maria Smithberg. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Maria. Maria Smithberg. Is there another Mexican in the room? Oh <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> But we are celebrating. We are celebrating. Yeah, we're celebrating. Think of the Mayo. Never met a dying one. She didn't like. Yeah. Well, we. This is good. Okay. There's a lot of things that happened this last weekend that we really should talk about. And I, you know, I know that our favorite listeners, and we love all of you. Um, one of them is that the Kentucky Derby happened this weekend, and that's so fun. Gorgeous horse. I don't know. American Pharaoh. God, he was beautiful. No, was it a girl? It was a it was a male. A stallion. There we go. No, yeah. it's just a stallion. Wait, does, has Shauna had a shot yet? <laughs> Shauna generally does our sport reports. And, wait, wait uh, what is a horse, a female horse called? Please, hello. A stud. A filly? No, it's a, a stud. filly. A filly. No. That's a pony. No, that's Okay, well, a pony would be the baby. Anyhow. A what? There's a mommy and a daddy. A mare. Oh, that's like a donkey. No, that's like a bad horse. <laughs> no, a, filly is a, a filly is a prize horse. Let's, you know... <laughs> The Kentucky Derby winner was the most fabulous horse, and the the jockey that had uh, that won has won. I think this is the third time the jockey has yes. won. Second or third time? Second time for Kentucky Derby. And so it was. That was a great race. It was a big day. You had the Derby. You know, it was interesting because we were betting on, and I know I my niece out here. Callie. Callie. Yes, Callie Michaels. Met Callie Callie Michaels. Talk to the girlfriends. Come oh, on. Wait, and met her husband at the Derby. That's right. Did I you want not? to hear about that. No, was it the Derby, Callie? Okay, she needs, to, she needs to have some manicotti. <laughs> it was on Derby she needs Day, to have another but we were at Arlington Racetrack, not... Oh, okay. But, but we I were thought. celebrating the Derby, so... What, did, what happened? Um... <laughs> 
I was there with some girlfriends. We were all dressed up in our big hats for the derby, and uh, I was their token single friend at the time, so they loved to set me up and basically just throw me out there for whatever was willing to bite. Um, so they saw Jared and his friends and called him over and said, are you single? What do you do? Where are you from? We might introduce you to our friend, but you know, you've got to pass the test. So, so tell us about yourself. And uh, yeah, and I walked out and they're like, oh great, Callie, uh, we're just asking Jared where he's going to take you on your first date. So of course, both of us go beat red, but um, it's been blissful ever since. Five years now, so. All right, and a terrific. Yep, still celebrating the Derby. We will check Every with you in another five years to see how you do. <laughs> right. Hopefully, he's not sick of me yet. Just girlfriends like no girlfriends like to weigh in every five years. Right. This is the this is the guy though that I did meet who said that he was going to change his last name to Michael's, your maiden name. What? Yes. So, um, he was high. under a lot of pressure. Oh you know? my God. <laughs> well, no, I can't even imagine that. I, being one of only two Michael's grandchildren on our side of the family. Girls, females. Females. It, um, it, it is very difficult for me to think of changing my name. So he was under a lot of pressure just to, just to take did my name. And did you keep your name, your last name? I did not. I kept my middle name. You changed your last name. Good. Yeah, and I changed to his name. Very oh. good. We like that tradition. <laughs> it was very difficult, but... <laughs> Right. So, now, what is this last face name? Say Secretariat, please. I pro- <laughs> no, 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 just say it. Just say Secretariat. Secretariat. No. <laughs> Callie Rummel now, but so I go by Callie Michaels. So. I did see you on Facebook um, with Uh-oh. your beautiful husband. You guys looked so dapper. He had on, what do you, the fedora. Darling. Fedora, yeah. This know, is the for the race? Stra- yeah, yes. you guys looked. You had a fascinator on. And I. you could have been anywhere, because I'll tell you. <laughs> You might have been at Arlington Park Racetrack. I personally assumed that you were in Kentucky. With all the stars. Right. (laughs) Because you are, of course, a Michaels. uh, This is true. I get all my style tips from these ladies. Well, we say a lot of stuff that doesn't necessarily (laughs) are there, but... I was the spirit. Well, I have to say that I bet I did a lot of betting. I never win anything. But after I did all my scrap meddling, I thought, hey, I'm on a roll. <laughs> so I normally bet on the colors of the jockeys. And I love that that one man had the navy with the big, shocking pink polka dots. It was so... Was that the winner? No. But so I bet I, I did him. And then all of a sudden, I saw this American pharaoh stride out. Such a great name. And I turned to Barry and I said, my God, he is in. And then I saw the owner, impeccable. Then I saw that he was over and trained in Dubai. I'm thinking, oh, he's eating really good. Well, the owner, I believe, is Muslim. Yes, he is. And he had this American pharaoh over in Dubai. So I'm thinking, this is great. So Barry goes up. He does a $50 to win on... Does, does Barry know about your, you know, your steel money? <laughs> no. Good girl. No. Right. I can always have your private you stash, I guess. Well, he did $50 bet on American Pharaoh, and I went out, and I did it, um, and between the two of us, we, we won $650. That's awesome. Wow. Congrats. I'm wearing green for growth. Were we just talking about that? Well, yes, we were. So <laughs> then we moved, we moved from the Kentucky Derby, and then we went into the big fight 
that night. I don't know if any of you tuned in, but Very the fight raised four hundred million dollars. Those guys made a hundred and thirty-six thousand dollars a second. I loved for it. working. That's a lot of scrap now, metal. The winner. This is the scuttle that I heard on the winner, and he to our favorite something. listeners, I don't know if it's true. I'm just saying. You're just spreading salacious gossip. Go well, for it. No, but you know how many lawsuits we've been because of her just saying it. No, 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 not no. But anyhow, he um, no, but he like carries around a briefcase of like ten million dollars. Yeah, he changed oh, his name to yeah. money because he decided that the, his object in life, the goal, his goal in life, was money, and that he put his energy into the universe into making money. Now he has been with five different baby mama women. And for those of you that are the baby mamas, hey, great, good hey, for you. But if he's beating the snaps crap out to of you, the baby mamas. not so great for you. Snaps to the baby mamas. Get yourself a good lawyer and get you know, out there and get some of that I, cash. I was a little dismayed. Oh, right? Well, I mean, he's got five baby mamas it's, with children and, did you and see? no money. They don't have okay, any money. Wait, right. And all wait. the kids are sitting there, right? They're all sitting there in their gold uh, alligator. I'm thinking every one of these outfits that these kids has on. I loved it. With the gold alligator and the haircuts, and they're all like, you know. The one kid was wiping the sweat off his face with a $100 bill. I don't know if you saw that. That's horrible. Well, let me tell you, this is all true. There's some good parenting there going on. No, but Whitney, you have to enter the boxing world. That's what it's all about. You're not oh, taking yeah. your road Scholar. That's oh, gonna... yeah. That's why Donald Trump was right and in the second we, row. Senate. No, there were a lot of stars there. We did say that we were sitting there, and as you looked in the audience, you saw all this glitz, glamour, the most powerful CEOs. I didn't see a lot of politicians. However, I saw wannabe politicians, but I didn't see a lot no, of No, because they were all back with the prostitutes. <laughs> Good point. Because there were so many. Good there were point. so many there. But wait. So anyway, there was in the audience, you saw all this glitz and glamour, but inside the ring, you're basically looking at two people that are being I barbaric. Thought it, I thought it was punching incredible each other. But you have to think about it. I mean, think I about didn't think it was a great fight. I thought it know? was really boring. No, but I, humanity has loved seeing people in the ring from the gladiators. You know, I mean, that's what people love seeing that kind of spectacle. How many Pac-Men do we have out here? That I was were, a Pac-Man. I was a Pac-Man. I was going for Pacquiao, the underdog. How I, many I money Mayweather? How many people really just don't care? No, I, you know, I, I, I love it because, you know, boxing is kind really of like theater. It's, it's theater. And the one thing that I found so interesting, like, I actually was more excited. Please don't hit me with lightning when I say this, but I, I thought it was more fun than the Oscars. I did too. They I had, loved they seeing had, all those guys walk in. They had all these and Beyonce in her red cape. I mean, yeah. all these private planes stacked up. I like, did not. Origami private planes, and you hit. You know, it's not the Oscars. You get like the people in the business. This was like your people from everywhere. You it's know? still. I mean, it's the watch. common denominator is that they all worked very hard to get to where they. Got. Right. Whether you're a fighter or an Oscar winner, I really prefer the Oscars myself. But I, I know. I told you. Like, I did like looking at Beyonce. I liked Beyonce. I thought it was you great know. seeing her. Michael Bublé was there. Uh, well, I love Tom Brady, who came, and I'm sitting, seeing him at the races, and I thought, God, Tom Brady's looking really sharp. And then I see him the next minute. Shauna. He's at the ring. He had an ascot. I don't know if you guys oh, saw I this. I thought he looked great. Tied around his neck. Maybe it was just the he picture. He wants to be a woman. That I saw. Oh, stop <laughs> it. You know what? I'm telling you. Well, he's on that vegan diet oh, that Giselle it. has him on. I don't know. But he's wearing an ascot, and Liza Schweitzer, I don't know if you all know her. She works for Mariano's now. Now, but she used to work for the Sun Times here in Chicago. 
was a guest in the same box. So they're all in the box. So she's taking pictures and she's Instagramming and she's sending stuff out. And I mean, he looks so skinny in real life. Like I couldn't believe well, it was he's a married to yeah, he was. And he's married to but a But the fact of the wife. matter was he had a private plane that left Kentucky Derby and flew in with his friends. Snaps to, to I will not, you know. He I, got there. And what, a, what an incredible weekend just for sports in general. Oh, you had yeah. the draft pick. Yeah. You had the Derby. Which is happening in Chicago. Did anybody go to the draft pick? Anybody stand out in Grand Park? And no. Well, we, had a we have a beautiful, I mean, that was beautiful what they've done. The, the, the second that our mayor said, I, called? I will open you, I will, well, Chicago will welcome the, you know, football players like Mother's Arms, speaking of Mother's Day. We will welcome you with Mother's Arms at the auditorium. And a lot of our girlfriends here are involved in the Joffrey tonight. And I kept trying to think, like, how are they going to do that? Shelly, you've performed there many times. You know, how are they going to stage that whole thing? It was amazing. Because you know how it's, like, raked? Like, the audience is so raked. I don't know what you're talking about. They, they, they <laughs> did the draft. We're the talking NFL about the draft. draft was at the Auditorium Theater. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, in Chicago. So I kept thinking, how, how are they setting this up? It must be so packed. I believe that's still happening, isn't it? The no, draft. I, I, We're not really. I'm I think not, that's you know. over. I think we got but, our. But, that happened. but then our, you had the Blackhawks, the Chicago Blackhawks on uh Sunday night going through their third game, I believe, right? No. Second game. The second game, and then um, the Bulls last night. So. It was the second game. It's right? been an exciting sports thing, but, you know, we're, we're veering towards, so... You can't pay attention to sports when you're scrap metal. I just want to know. <laughs> but you know what? Can I tell you something that's really funny? And I know this sounds really, you know, just, but it, it's news and it's tidbits. And people want to know when you get two people like these boxing fighters in the ring, you want to know where they came from. You want sure. to know I thought it was what wonderful. their upbringing is. You know, were they, you know, striving to make a difference or what, what? what's their drive? Because they didn't have a dad or a mom or the whole thing. And so people pick up stories like that and they want to read that and I don't sure. know if you saw Sports Illustrated because on the front of it they had um, Pacquiao and then if you turned it around and upside down you read it the other way and they had Mayweather oh, so you cool. could read about each of their lives one thing that they did say about um, Pacquiao no uh Mayweather is, you know, he used to be known as the really, you know, nice boy, the cutie pie, the blah, blah, blah. Really? really? He yeah. didn't show me He's any of that. No, but wait, and then he changed his image right. because when he was fighting if Hoya, he wanted to get in that guy's face. So he went up to a camera and just went like this with money. He's, five money. Foot. He's only 5'8", you know. And that really got into La Jolla. Am I pronouncing that right, Bill? La Jolla? That would be in California. Okay. No. Not the, uh, the fighter of La Jolla. Just messing with you. <laughs> so that really got into his head, and he said, hey, this is working. Meanwhile, he fired his manager. He fired all of his thing. He has 13 people that are his staff people or his support team, as he calls them. He doesn't care whether the public likes him or not. Self-managed. He keeps everything self-managed. He makes every decision. He makes every choreograph. This guy is a true businessman. Well, if man. he's choreographed, he was standing on the ropes. I don't know if you happened to see that, but I swear to God, he looked like a caged animal. Yeah. I, I felt when he was walking into the ring, he was a caged animal. Yeah. Oh, I did. Then comes Pacquiao like, when hey, he was where's doing the dessert his bows, bar? When he was doing his bows and pouting on his chest, you didn't yeah. think well, that looked... But the, the, the whole story of this is, like as he arrived into, from Los Angeles into Las Vegas, 
13 Ferraris arrived behind them for his support system. Guess what his support so system his is? His support system said there's not a word spoken about what we do. Right. That's just what we do. <laughs> well, I knew we come in with the blow-dry person, the makeup person, yeah, right? right. Um, and, but that's all Shelly, just so you know. And then she drives herself home I after, do not. after the show. I do not. Um, I am heavy on the blow-dry stuff. But let's talk about... 800 people okay, in let's, his entourage. Let's talk, 800. About, but let's talk about the rebirth. What this is Jimmy spring. We're in this fabulous shop. Let's talk about... I want to ask Dot a question. If, if Pacquiao was going to walk in here and pick one thing out for his healing garden or his home, what would he select? The crown. What would he select? Oh, yeah. Oh, the, perfect. Yeah. There we go. That's perfect. Oh, we Tell our listeners, because I can't see. Um, one of the things that, that uh, Coyle and, and, and her does at Sophie Abel's, they support a lot of emerging artists, much as uh, Maggie Daly's, um, you know, uh, block... Um, but 37, gallery, 37. gallery 37 and block 37 and this is a piece that um, you can commission of your mother speaking of, of Mother's Day coming up also uh, in glitter it's completely yeah. in glitter and um, I, I've got one for my niece years yeah. back but this particular one that that uh, that Quill and hers, per, you know, identified for Mr. Mayweather is a silver <laughs> glitter crown on a black diamond glitter background. I might background. have to get that for my husband. Right? Doesn't we have that already? Um, <laughs> with royal blue glitter in the middle. And, he has uh, several crowns. And, yes, and a crown for every day. That's All right, let's get on to something. To, to make, let's, let's. And, I'm sorry, what's we? Project Onward. Project Onward, which is a big effort. That's right. That these girls have supported um, and really like a lot of fabulous artwork and sometimes it's just that one kooky piece in your very traditional space uh, that looks sets it off and makes it look great and sometimes it's that one piece in your very contemporary space that just serves as a focal element and right um, it, it, they've got some super cool artwork here and again um, you are listening to the girlfriends on webtalkradio.net and you can tune in to us on the dash girlfriends.com and we're coil and hair at 3031 north rockwell here yeah. in Chicago, Illinois. We're rocking. What would Pacquiao pick? But Mandy, speaking, what would Pacquiao pick? Oh, um, let's see. I would say he would probably pick. Do we have a Filipino in the room? Yeah, maybe like a big, oh, you would probably like that big red leather sofa. Oh, yeah. oh big red leather sofa. Sorry. Nice. Yes. Yeah, I think he'd go for that red leather tufted sofa. Nice. Now, does, is he yes. living in Vegas? One of the things I wanted to ask you guys is, you know, selecting, what do you, you know, when you live in different parts of the country, you know, what's the under over on taking something that is so very uh, French and putting it, you know, in, in your Wisconsin house? And what's, you know, do you ever see any of that kind of um, mix and match sort of thing in that way in terms of location? Do people buy things and store them and take them? And yes. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I think too, right now, anything goes. So people are mixing and matching a lot of things. What I find a lot, especially when we're going into condos on Lakeshore, I walked into one gal's place and it was as if I just stepped into Boca Raton. Oh, like, I love it. It was, it was pure coastal Florida all the way. Malachite dining chairs and it was just Ooh, that fabulous. Wonderful. Yeah, it, that, that was really cool. And a white tile floor, you know, but, but then when all that stuff came out, it was funny because we got to know one of the buyers and she took these Baker cabinets that had this beautiful Malachite trim on them and she put them in, um, her place was at the Heritage 
right behind the cultural center. Totally different. Okay. Like something um, not expected. Yeah, absolutely. And she put them on either side of her bed, too. They oh, were really cool. nice, tall pieces. See, so. we're getting the theme of, like Maria said, too, of just, you know, when you, maybe it's a certain age you get to where you say, hey, I'm going to create my fantasy garden. You know, I'm going to have Boca on my roof in right. Alaska. You know, maybe well, it's, they had something. I don't know whether it was, I think it was a New York Times magazine on this Sunday. They did, or might have been the Chicago um, magazine. They did a whole bunch of people's homes that are looking like you're in a space in Santa Fe or in California and how apartment now living is so open and doing a whole thing outside of where you're really living in Chicago. I don't know if that made sense, but you follow well, me. It does to me. I mean, I'm somebody who like has always had a fantasy of living in Northern California, but that's never going to happen. Can we if talk you about want it to happen, it can. No, but I, I could see, you know, I, I mean, my other priority is like, or, you know, I want to be closer to my kids. Yeah, so do a I shot. Know, I do need to do a shot. <laughs> do a yeah, shot, it was happen. my six-year sobriety anniversary, and tonight and is the night. That. I'm telling you. I, this could snaps be, on Cinco de Mayo. You know, and it's so funny. I remember that hangover from my birthday so well, like it was yesterday. But it was six years ago, and it just shook me up to bits forever, and... That was that. Well, speaking of hangovers and really great weekends besides Mayfield and the Kentucky Derby. Mayweather. Mayweather, sorry. Mayfield is a mall, I, keep I think. Mayfield. That's why she keeps going. Oh, no, there. it's I Maytag is the dryer. Okay. Um, <laughs> you definitely haven't seen that in a while. I no, know that. Prince William and Duchess <gasps> Kate yeah. had their baby, Laura, which is very exciting. I don't think as of yet. They have named their baby. Yes. Oh, did they? Charlotte. You could guess oh, it. Charlotte. Elizabeth Diana. Charlotte. Oh. And, and she'll be known as Princess. When did that happen? Charlotte. Today? Yesterday. No. Yeah, yesterday. 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 I don't know. You know, see, everybody knows that everything baby so quick. Was so sweet. It was. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful baby. And I, you know, just seeing Prince William like pull up in his Range Rover and. You know, like walk in to go. I really see, like just, them. I don't know. There's something just really. They're very connected. They're very connected with their energy. Their energy is very connected. Do we all love them? Like, yeah. Let's do snaps to Duchess Kate. It is that it. time in the show. If you're listening at home, to do a shot with us here on. <laughs> I can't say it the way Maria. Cinco de Mayo. I wish I could. Whitney doesn't really do shots. She's pretending again. Cinco de Mayo. I do be twelve shots, and I she do my three. I do my. She does three. I do my three shots. That's speaking, what I do. Speaking of shots, another uh, in our and I. He's still. I, I love him to death. I'm very sorry that he's Good transition. Her boyfriend? What? No, oh. David Letterman. <gasps> oh yeah. David Letterman school. is now, I think his last show is Thursday night on late, uh, late night What's he going to do? Oh, I, he's going to do something big. But you know what? I hate to tell you this because I'm normally a true blue gal. It's time for him. Oh, I love him. I, I, there's I love something him. that kind of bugs me now about him when you're with Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon who are in, in such a new older. movement. That's what bugs you. That sometimes when you see him interview someone, it's almost like it's kind of... Well, he's very Snipe. arrogant. He's very yeah, arrogant. very arrogant. That's, arrogant. that's what I'm looking Stephen for. Stephen Colbert is taking his place, I think. Yes, he is. Yeah. From Chicago, uh, Northwestern grad. I'm oh, off late night now. I I'll know. Be, well, I've been off late night for a while. Hmm? Yeah. Oh, yeah. should take over. Yeah. You know what? Actually, we have a big surprise to tell you guys. Uh, <laughs> we are, uh, forget, we said no to Bravo, but we're going to say yes to late so night. How do you, well, of course, Sean and Shelley will be the only ones there. I'll be sleeping. No, you'll be there. Table. 
Do we no, have a shot? Anyhow, so David Letterman is retiring, and um, I think, you know, he's been great. He's entertained the world. I think he's a terrific guy. I think so. And he's the only guy I know that could have gotten away with that whole huge scandal and done it as gracefully yes. as he did by coming forward, taking responsibility for it, and the nation forgave him. Right. And But no offense, so, did you see his baby mama? No. Okay, well, you kind of know if you, I mean, like, you know. Yeah, you don't kind of. She didn't exactly have her act together. You don't blame him. Let's just put it that way. Mom jeans went out in the 70s. Here's the deal. I mean, he is. She looks like a golf pro. You know that song? Or a gym teacher. You you know the song, if you want to be happy for the rest of your life? You know what? That's a good point, and you were right. David Letterman heeded the, the call of the song. Yeah. She's She's probably a a great mom, I'm sure. Okay, speaking of really, do we touch on Bruce Jenner now? We touch all over Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner, I'd like to, you know, I'm just throwing it out there. I, to me, I am compassionate for him. I think he is. I agree. I don't. It's a rebirth. It's a rebirth. I mean, (laughs) my feeling is Bruce Jenner is on the forefront of the wave of consciousness that's happening in the world right now. Okay, that's a lot in one statement. Well, and you, you know, you just blew my mind with that. We're not looking at labels and faces. And who said a guy has to be six two, blonde, gorgeous, blue eyed, and a woman has to be uh, five eight, beautiful body, thirty six? I mean, who says that label? Okay, I just got into understanding the the whole gay thing. Okay, it's taken me thirty years to figure that out, and now this whole the conversation with Diane Sawyer confused me because. I, I feel terrible for somebody who's trapped in their own skin. Of course, I have it compassion. Was, I'm joking right. around. No, I know. What I don't understand now is that there's this whole new vocabulary that I need to learn that I, I you know, that of where I'm going to offend people more than I already do flipping no, offend people. But Whitney, it's not. I, it's not you. I think the whole world. I think this is. Like transgender. I think this was so does anyone know the difference between transgender and transsexual? Okay. Does anyone know the difference between neutral gender? Does anyone know the difference between a transvestite and a, a tranny and a top and a bottom? Okay. I do. Let's start with a trans. What's the difference between a transsexual and uh, a transsexual? A is somebody has their. Okay. See, this is well. Tough. A transvestite is, is someone that dresses like a woman. A transgender is someone that changes their gender and changes their anatomy. Changes tra- all of their anatomy. A transsexual undergoes bottom surgery. That's right. A transgender identifies themselves as a different gender, but hasn't necessarily had right. Like if it was a man who wanted to be a woman and they got boobs, they might still have... Right, but getting back on topic with Bruce Jenner. Just I'm on Bruce Jenner because here's the thing. No, but is Bruce Jenner gay? Because Bruce no. Jenner will be a lesbian. Is that what I'm trying to yes. figure out? I'm confused. If he goes through the sexual change because he said he's not attracted to men, he will then be a lesbian. Okay, that's a whole, like, that just blew me. That's a whole But you know what? Thing. Why do we have to be? You know, but wait, well, why? wait, wait, wait. He didn't really come out and say that. He said he wasn't attracted to men. But they also said, would you start dating him? He said, I'm not there quite yet. So it's not really, 
out. No, but it was in the And he's paper. keeping it himself and his name because he still has not been really ready to release Bruce. Like, hello, my name is, it's got to be a K name well, with I think, Kardashians. But Are I you think with me on that? I think no, he's, he's going <laughs> to remove himself from the Kardashians. I really do. And I think that that's going to be the really respectful thing on Bruce Jenner. He's on the Kardashians tonight. Listen, if he, if, he got on, if he got on Diane Sawyer, tell me if you agree with me. If he got on Diane Sawyer and this came out of the blue and all of a sudden say, hey, you know, I've lived my life as a man and now all of a sudden I want to be a woman, I would think, come on, get your act together. But because he did this and been fighting through this, and in the 80s he went through and then stopped himself, you know that he was tormented from yeah, all horrible. these years. And then especially when Diane he said, you know, the funny part is I'm with these girls and I'm thinking to myself, I'm the captain now. I have the show. <laughs> this is the show. Right. Well, this, this is the story. But you know what? This I is, think this is my story, and it's something that he's never been able to openly discuss. Even openly discuss. And, you know, he, he has his friends that, you know, come over, his private, probably know. I'd love to know what his name is that he's not disclosing. Well, I felt bad because they, you know, they interviewed the, his sister, and his sister said that, yes, he had discussed this with her back in the 80s. And they never discussed it again. And you could see how torn up she was about it and how divided in and of herself that she felt. And I liked the, just the format that they had because, you know, Diane Sawyer, you know, anybody watch it? How they have, like, they'd have her do a voiceover explaining things after yes, he said that. I thought them. that was very helpful. Um, and the one, and, and it, I just, yes, I have compassion for him, but I just felt like this, I'm, I'm messed up because now this gorgeous Greek god of a man who was an Olympic athlete, you know. It's, it's not something I don't, I don't think it's anything that we can I think it's digest in one day and say, oh, okay, great. Right, I, I think it's it. his you purpose really, by putting on this earth. This was his purpose in life. I, I really believe that. I agree. And I think there's so many tormented kids out there that, I hope everyone doesn't start to jump on the bandwagon and say, oh, I want to be a boy, I want to be a girl. No, you know, I don't because think so. Because then we're going to be. But I do think there's tormented kids out there, especially those teenagers. And I think by him coming out, they'll all learn. We always have a leader. Let's say when AIDS first happened, we had um, Magic Johnson came out. Big figure, huge figure to come out and to get us all informed about AIDS, and well, then we had Tiger Woods with the abuse thing, and you know well, all I the think any infidelity that needed to come out. That's a big figure to take. That's a worldwide, and now here, Bruce Jenner, I perfect fit. Anything that happens right now in society, whether it be the riots in Baltimore or whether it be is raising awareness, because I feel, I really feel consciously, all of this is changing, mm -hmm. and it's we're raising awareness to mm -hmm. all of it, not to look at people on the outside, even though we have to continually get our hair even though it's so damn fun. But no, but to really start looking at people, they're so fun anymore. It's just hard to, you know, be on a golf course and not mention, you know, something. Tiger Woods and all of his affairs. Yeah, you know, you have to be so politically correct. But, you know, I, I also, there's a, um, in our school, there's, in my younger son's grade, um, there's a little boy who, who identifies himself as a girl. And you know, half the grade um, applied for a different school this year. Because well, let me ask you this. Wait, really wait. Do the, do the parents support that? No, half did and half no, did but not. No, the parents of this yes. little boy. Yes, absolutely. So he has a girl's name? Uh, he has a yes. girl's name. So when he needs to go to the restroom, does he, he go to the girls? He is not allowed to go to the girls' restroom. So he goes to the boys? And feels very uncomfortable. 
Well, that's tough. You know, during that's, this, that's a tough decision on the institution. But that's what I'm saying. This, but during this said, interview, yeah, this is opening it up. And during simultaneously during Bruce Jenner's interview for that week, CBS was carrying a lot of, and I don't know if anybody saw it, but on the news they were interviewing parents that had children eight, nine years old that were going through these changes. And it's, it's, I gotta say, it's very courageous. God There's bless only them one all. pediatrician that is expert in this field dealing with this, and, that, and she's in Los Angeles, and it's Cedar Sinai, and kids come from all over the world. Is and she a woman? Yeah. Snaps. And snaps. Well, no, there was a man on Diane Sawyer that discussed it, he's, that was a doctor. Oh, he might, he might have been a he's therapist. An, he's a doctor, but he's, I'm saying a pediatrician. Okay, okay, got um, it. To kind of tie in the Bruce Jenner thing to Mother's Day and to Coyle and her, <laughs> um, I do have to say, did any in the interview, he took Diane to his closet and pulled yes. out the dress that he was going to wear that night. Yeah, to you know, And I was like, Bruce, you need, okay, you need the little coil and Heritage because Heritage, because they, I mean, he needs help. With, he, his, with his home? Yeah, he obviously, really? has, he moved out of, you know, the momager ma mansion, okay, he moved into an apartment somewhere, you know, and you know the apartments that have like the, you know, the an olefin carpet, it's like, you know, that thin, they put it in apartments all the time, yeah. oh. and he's got the sliding door with the, the mirror and the sliding door, and he didn't even have like huggable hangers, I mean, he just had like well, he his, just got his little, the, his party He said more important things he was thinking about at the time I guess but I thought you know what you know in light of us doing this show you know what would Bruce pick anybody want to go see something we have here and you know I, I don't know if you have any closet organization things but I'm thinking that little swell vanity it looks like the 30s with the three with the tribe mirror I think that could be kind of a swell Hollywood piece for him you know apparently he said he loves doing makeup he's really really good at it yeah and uh, that little makeup mirror, that vanity mirror, we might have to. You like, know, the send interesting a thing is about the whole story is his first two wives knew, right? No one reacted because there's something that's so un is so disturbing when you first hear of that that you don't really know how to approach it. Well, I did date a guy once who liked to wear women's lingerie. I'm going to make that confession right here and now. Really? And, yes. Give me a uh, name. Do we want to say <laughs> names? No, we do Are not. Are we revealing wanna, names? We do not want to mention names. No, we do not. Um, no, but, but let me uh, just say this. And they did say he, Kendall walked, how did that Kendall, go? Kendall walked not in well. on him when he was in Chris's closet and he was fully clothed in Chris's clothes and pumps and Kendall, little cute Kendall walked in. That was never discussed. Wow. His well, daughter. Do you know Kendall. what? Hey, you right. can't discuss so, everything. I feel sorry. I'm the two, But let me just say this. And then he goes up to Chris and obviously saying, you know, this. And, uh, you know, if someone came up and said that to me, you might say, you got to be kidding me. You know, you might think that person is joking at first. But I think that's why a lot of people didn't. All these people knew this about him, but they never approached it again, the even first, his sister. The first two wives um, did say, you know, that they knew about it, and, and for the show they gave a comment that was very positive. My opinion about Chris is that she did not give a comment because she's going to spin it into some fabulous book for herself. Oh, she's, I'd like to think more. I really would like to think more of her than that. I really would. I do. But no, I, now I, they I have know. her in bed in black and white polka dot pajamas, and she's sitting talking to Chris. That's on the and show she's tonight. Crying. And she's got tears. And you know, I want to say, you know, wipe the tears because no one wants to be on Crocodile the camera and tears. really crying, but she left the tears like 
I just feel like my life didn't exist. I didn't okay. have this life. Well, I'm going to tell you what happened to me. If you guys want to hear the story. Oh. Um, I don't know. It depends. Which story? You're this is tell. the story of the guy that I dated and how he told we're me. On he a, liked, we're on a live and, audience. And how he, how he liked wearing, well, we're not giving names, and how he liked wearing women's laundry. And see, I think there's a, you know, like, you know, I really, really liked him. So it was, you know. I, but how did that go? Okay, in, he had in his nightstand, okay, every Sunday he'd have a masseuse come over, okay? and get a massage and then, you know, I'd go out and get bagels, come back, bring the bagels, right? You know. But do it in your Jewish accent. I go out and get and the bagels. And so I get the bagels. I come back. <laughs> and um, the, the masseuse, like, went to go get massage oil out of his nightstand or something. And I had just started dating him. It had been, like, maybe three weeks, four weeks, something like that. And she pulls out this, like, full-on, like, girdle and, like... Ooh, right? girdle. And I'm like, well, who? I'm like, what? Who's this? You're like, who's that? You know? I mean, sexy girdle or like big spank girl? Like a well, like like a 1940s or like, like skinny <laughs> bitchy girl? No, girl. but you know, this is like 30 years ago. Okay, so first of all, back in that day, even though like I looked like a tough chick, I was like Mary Tyler Moore. Every time, you know, I'd be like, oh, okay, oh, you know. And so like I'm looking at this and I'm like, why do you have that in there? Like, why is that in there? And he's like, well, I really, I pulled my back out and like, this is the most supportive thing. And I totally like buy it, right? Like I buy into it. He buys me a Cartier watch. I'm all good with it. The subject is put to bed. Okay. Never comes up again until like six months later. And he says, literally, I'm a man trapped in a woman's body. And... Okay. I left. That was it for me. You are the girlfriend. Well, now wait, wouldn't that be something? Happen. If he switched to a woman and you switched to a man, would, would be, be so perfect. great, right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, you I, would be totally social. You know, it would be like so it, acceptable. It would be like a match made in L.A. It would be so good. <laughs> so okay. good. All right. So on lighter note, as we're talking about rebirth and the um, nightstands were not as good as anything in here. They were black lacquer, not good. Rebirth gardens. Uh, New life. Lingerie. Lingerie. Oh, I did see something that I wanted to ask you about, Sister Shell, because apparently this whole, this new, like, awareness of the moon and stuff. Would like, anybody like totally to bring up, up something? Like, there's been these And blood say moods. something yes. that's on their mind? Blood mood is completely. It could be just something you'd want to share with us, or it could be something you want to express. We have 66,000 listeners, not to scare you, right. but our biggest fans are from Australia and Canada. Yeah, and you throw in a little Netherlands in there, and those girls are some boss girlfriends. Those Norse girls are oh, like, yeah. yeah, we're listening to the girlfriends on webtalkradio.net. Yeah, they love us. But does anybody want to express something? This is like, you know, you know, you be careful what you wish for. All right, there, let's right? go back to the guy in lingerie. Right, well, yeah, I want to ask you, because I, I wanted to ask Shelly about this, because I guess there was a, a blood moon or something, and yes. um, it's yes. four blood moons over 2014 and 2015. One was Passover, and this one, and the same one. on my birthday. April 4th. On your birthday, right. God, it really got me goofed up. Right? And the same um, time next year, it's going to happen again. On, no. on my birthday? Yeah. Because that will really goof up my birthday it's, for two years in a row. And your birthday is like Christmas of the baby Jesus. No, my that. birthday's not even been celebrated. Thank we you very much. We will be celebrating it all year next year during yeah, the, the theme is red. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, oh, can I just say something that just to get segue? You want to make your point? No, my point is, you know, and I'm getting, I'm getting actually getting to Shelley's point. The point is that the world is changing, and that everyone's supposed to wake up and you know see your you know foolishness and be aware of your environment, the people around you, and then things and are coming to the forefront and changing. And so, in terms of rebirth and renewal, that the the moons are a cleansing thing, and they coincide um, of the Hebrew calendar, which is different than and you know the, the secular calendar, um, with the Bible and the and verses of the Bible. And the you. verses of the Bible are about awareness that he is coming and awareness that, and I don't mean literally he's coming, I mean Jesus or whoever's coming, and that the world is changing, that the we're world supposed is to be changing, and, and all of these blood moons and the lunar eclipse that is the first time it's happened, I think in 21 years or what have you, are bringing awareness to take your soul or you as a human being or any of us to explore what our demons are and to really bring them to the forefront and to learn from them and to take us to a higher level. So all of these things that are coming out right now, all of the awareness, all the things that are happening with um, you know, the riots and the pillaging of people's properties and people coming, you know, Wall Street and people are just you know what? You don't even have to try. It's going to happen. Yes. Right. So either you're it's on happening. Board with it either you're on board with it, but your own body, everybody is going to be changing. And I think a lot of that has to do because we've just finished a 19-year cycle in the astrology. You go through these 19-year yes. cycles, and this is why you either move, you release all your bad, or all you want, or all you don't want. And you release it all and you move in in conjunction with, is that the right word? Yes. With the universe. And, Otherwise, and nothing will, if you can, if you don't throw all your thoughts out to the universe, it won't come back around well, to no, you. No, you can stay in a resistance state, but if That's you true. stay in a resistance state, it's going to be very difficult. I mean, you'll, you're going to get there, but it's going to be like a lot of hardships along the way. And we get the Are we there yet? Well, uh, <laughs> is anybody there yet? Has this ship landed? <laughs> um, but no, you know, there weren't always 12 months in a year. So that's where, in terms of astrology, that's where you get the number 19. That's right. So, that's right. Um, you know, just, just the awareness that, you know, we weren't always, things weren't always the way they are today. It's, I have a funny story to share with you. This is segueing into something else, but that's how I work. Um, you know, it's prom season for all the teenagers out there. And after we get off all the college acceptances, now we're into prom and whether your boy or girl will be asked to prom and who they're going to go with. And it's a huge deal in high school. So snaps to all you moms out there that are going through it. And today my this daughter... Is a happy time. Yeah, it is. It can be a time. really sad time. Another shot for Shauna. It's, it's, it's a happy time. Don't go it there. Is, it's happy. So today... Um, I have this young gentleman who calls me and he's going to ask yes, you to fucking prom. <laughs> Cougar cat. I said yes. 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 Oh, okay. 
<laughs> so anyway, what are you wearing? he calls and he says, you know, I, will you be home at 4 o'clock? And I said, yes. And he said, make sure that Meredith is at home at 4. And would you mind if I came home at 3.30? Of course, you know. That is so respectful. Yeah. That's really nice. nice. So, and I'm nervous. That's fresh. So I'm like, you know, you know, someone's got to be here with me and talk with me. Because, you know, you can only talk for yeah, so long. I'm and feeling it's like, it when you say that. Yeah. Yeah. And I had my hair up in, like, pin curls. You know, and he's kind of like, ooh, sorry, I disturbed you. But I said, no, 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 that's okay. Anyway, he came in, so sweet. <laughs> he put on an apron that said, kiss the cook. He put on a big chef's hat. Wow. He wow. undid this cake this that was fun. a sheet cake, this big, all white, with white uh, frosting and white interior. <laughs> and it was vanilla. Vanilla. And so, Meredith, with pink flowers, all pastels, and that on the so top Meredith. in pink script, it says, it would be so sweet. Oh, shut up. It would be so sweet if you would go to prom with me. Oh, that's so nice. So, Meredith comes in. I'm just thinking, God, I hope she did mouthwash. I hope her hair is pulled back and looks like something, and she wore that outfit. But anyway, I hear the dog barking, and she gets off the elevator, and he said, Meredith... And he's standing with the cake in his hands, oh, tilted. Wow. And he said, I have pictures a, of this. I do. I have it on videotape, too. Oh, thank God. And he said, I have, I have a question for you. Will you be so sweet to go to prom with me? And Meredith's like, yes! And he Aww. said, because when I think of you, Meredith, the first word that comes to my mind is sweet. Okay, now, I'm, now, I'm thinking, is this guy really good, and is he really thinking this, or did he just like the concept of his idea to kind of, you know, you do the whole thing to pull it in. Hey, you that's know, sweet, you know sweet what? cake. But, and then he said, here, Meredith, really well I've got a apron for you. And in the apron. It says, eat me. Oh, my I'm God. So sorry. I'm sorry. I'm subjected to here. It said, it said, kiss the cook. So we Aww. took pictures, and then I see, I have got the greatest picture of him, and he's tall and handsome and just really cute. But as I'm talking to him, I'm she looking at him thinking, wow, he's really articulate. He's smart. He's tall and just like, you know, not nervous. I was really nervous. I was like overheating and... <laughs> Yeah. And he was just like, well, is she coming? And yeah, she's on her way. He was just like so calm. I mean, Confident. it's such a different world. It's yeah. romantic. My kid did a drive-by with the sign. Will you go to prom with me? <laughs> drive, Josh, just drive. And he hung the sign out of the door. And the girl comes out and goes, oh, oh. yes, I'll go. And they drove away. <laughs> It's called it no drive by. It's called no speaking. Just right, that's what in Chicago. But you know, it, I thought that was really sweet that he put that time and effort and really thought about something and, that's and did really it. That's really romantic. Remarkable. Yeah. yeah, I thought wow. it was nice. So, and I just, I, I, it's just, it's, time? it's a fun thing to do. So that's really, really nice. So she's going to prom. I, I want to just touch back on on the Freddie. Uh, in the Baltimore grade, you know, because that mom, I thought she definitely should be in our Girlfriend Hall of Fame. I love the mom. I Latoya know. Graham, who's like, whose son is like thinking they're hiding from the world with a hoodie on. I don't get that whole hoodie thing oh, either. Come on, they all do it. But the fact yeah. of the matter but is. The one that was just beating the crap out of her kid, like, you know, are you crazy? And, and there's a lot of controversy about that. I loved her. I thought she, you know, listen, she was outraged. She went nuts. She said, Wait, are hey. you going to really, are you first, you're going to follow that story, that buzzkill story after you're talking? I'm talking about my beautiful daughter. Oh, 
Tommy. I, I kind of figured we were going to. Where is the silver lining here, girls? I kind of figured in post, in post, well, we Jeff's would probably edit five the show minutes, there. Five minutes. Minutes. I, that's just where I was going with that. But wow. Naturally, no. I'm going to go right into what, what's, well, what's she going to wear. Let's, you know, segue, let's segue it from that was a very romantic story, and that was a All right, let's talk wonderful about mother. You were a wonderful mother, and then you're going into the Baltimore mother. Wait, can I just say something about, can I tell well, you what good these young girls, girls I don't know, everywhere. and I see a lot of, of moms to be, you know, in future years, you should see what these girls are wearing. It's practically nothing. It's ridiculous. It's, it's practically ridiculous. nothing. They are wearing lingerie. They are wearing like lingerie for their prom dresses. Because everyone puts it on Facebook now, which is really a nice thing because you know. You know duplicate dresses. Yeah. Right, but it's also, did you see last night Anna Wintour's, you know, uh, costume ball last night? No, I didn't see any of that. Okay, well, these girls, same deal. They are just covering, you know, exactly what needs to be covered. The kahachi. With Exactly, with like a little spandex and a little beadage, and it's not cool. I don't find it attractive. Beyonce had this magnificent, uh, I forget the designer's name from Berlin. I'm so mad I the missed entire, that. The entire stairway had to but be the cleared. Met Gala. Yeah, and, you know, she had on a corset, a hot pink corset, and underwear on underneath it. Oh, okay, like, what's for dinner? <laughs> you know, that's why, peop that's why women today feel like a man, you know? I mean, it's like... <laughs> You just, you just can't wear stuff like that when you get older. You just doesn't look good. It's so inappropriate. Well, the thing that was cool about last night was that everything, the theme was echo, I'm, right? It was echo-friendly. I didn't see it. I'm sorry. And, well, I just saw some, you know, I just wanted to see some pictures today of what people were because I always go, oh, Sarah Jessica Parker, what you going to do? What you going to do? And um, she created this fabulous, you know, everything was made out of recycled materials. So talking about we're, we're here. Cool. Yeah, we're here oh. at Quill and Hair today, and we're talking about recycling uh, and repurposing and redesigning. And, and don't forget about my metal scrapping. And your metal scrapping. <laughs> I can't wait to hear your guacamole recipe. We're going to get to that. Um, Anyhow, I do think we should just shift for one moment. I do think we should talk about the Baltimore mother, because I think kudos to her. I know it's been a big controversial subject. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that did not like the way she handled the situation. Was she situation. supposed to put him in timeout? What was she supposed no, to do? No, but she was swearing and she was hitting him. And, you know, I'm sure he grew up that way, but a lot of families do. But I thought the fact that she took a stance and got him out of something that could have become so much worse. I'm, I'm, I thought it was really admirable. Well, yeah, what do you do the next day if you, you know, need to go get some Pepto-Bismol and you've, you've destroyed your Walgreens, you know? What do you do if you want to go to the grocery store, you know, and you've destroyed the grocery store? You're, you're, you know, it, these disenfranchised high school kids who started this thing, you know, they don't feel like they have a voice. And it's sad that their voice was to destroy. But they're destroying their own city. And, um, you know, I was very disappointed by that mayor. I know she misspoke, and I know she probably didn't do it on purpose. I mean, it happens when you get a lot of media cameras around you. And, um, you know, but she specifically said that she was giving these kids their space to express themselves. And, you know, expressing yourself is not like destroying your city, you know. And Baltimore also, you know. Uh, Hairspray happens to be one of my favorite musicals, and it's never going to be the same for me again when I see that music. No, but know. the mom, getting back to the mom because it's Mother's Day, don't you think that the mom, I don't you think that was a brave, admirable... I think that, that as you stated, um, so 
accurately. I think that that was part of her culture. Does anybody want to comment on that? Growing up, and I absolutely think that she didn't know cameras were on him, and she was just beating the crap out of him, like you know, you know, Tyrone. You, you're you can't here. do anything. You can't do anything. Without, I mean. Mm -hmm. I was pulling up my Spanx the other night at a party and somebody had another cell phone. I mean, it's just embarrassing. You've got cell phones, you've got cameras, you've got everything. And that's not a pretty picture. Right, and then, and then they in, had the audacity to send it to me. Right, then your friends in, like, you know, Bali, and they're like, oh, God, look at this one. And they're like, oh, I know her. Oh, that's yeah. my sister. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Anyhow, you're listening to The Girlfriends on webtalkradio.net. We love to hear from you. Send us an email, send us whatever, call us. We'd love to hear from you. And if there's anything you'd like to discuss or talk about, we are here. We want to thank our wonderful hosts for sharing this beautiful space with us this evening. And we you guys do events here too, right? Yes. This is a great place for a party, right? Oh, that's yeah. a great idea. Our yoga up there, that would be really cool. Yeah. Oh, that's a great place. That's a great idea. We, so do you okay. want to repeat the address again? I and, do. Because it um, would be we want to thank our gracious hosts, Doc Coyle and MV Her, and we're at Coyle and Her at 3031 North Rockwell Street in Chicago. You can also see them online at coyleandher.com, right? Am I doing right with that? Um, we have a little gift for you ladies we want to give you, um, and this is kind of one of our girlfriend mantras, which is, you should know that you are wonderful, amazing, lovely, courageous, beautiful, and incredible. So we've got one for each of you with some tequila in there. I'm not seeing enough uh, tequila going around here. We will be drinking tequila as soon as we close this show. Yes. Shot, 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 shot. Thank you. You're very We're welcome. We're so honored that you came and that we got to host your first This was Thank really, you. I mean, this was and such I a am awesome. going to be calling you because I am going to be in my storage room for sure. Yes. You should be bringing your shutters. Well, Let's you. shutters that were not sold. <laughs> not only will she be bringing them, she will be driving them back to <laughs> across the country. Right, right, right. So thank you, everybody. You're listening to The Girlfriends on webtalkradio.net.